The following episode features discussions that may not be appropriate for young listeners. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome back to Those Bald Chicks, your favorite alopecia podcast. (laughs) I'm one of your hosts, Paige, and I'm here with Kristen and Amanda. And today, our lovely host, Kristen, is here to tell her story about her journey with alopecia and what it was like for her. So, for further ado, (laughs) (laughs) is Kristen, and I messed that up. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yes. Hello. Okay. My story. Oh, this might be a long one, but that's okay. (laughs) Try to shorten it down. Um, It's been 19 years of this journey, so we'll try to fit it into less than 30 minutes. So I lost my hair when I was 13, which I'm sure I've said on multiple episodes. So that's no no news to anybody. And when I lost it, I was actually, um, the first time I noticed it was leaving my head, was I was soaking in a bathtub and I got up and all of a sudden there's just hair pooled around me so much so that I actually had to skim the bathtub before (laughs) I drained it because my mom would be pissed if I clogged the drain and she had to call a plumber so there was no way I was getting in that shit (laughs) (laughs) so anyway I uh I I rinsed my hair out because I was just like, okay, there must be something in it that like maybe is making this fall out. Like I'd never heard of alopecia before. I'd never even knew about hair loss. But my hair was down to the middle of my back and it was just like long and luscious and I just loved it. And um, anyway, that night we were playing cards and my mom was like, get your hair off me. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? And I look over and she's pulled a clump of hair, like of my hair off of her arm. And I'm like, oh, oh wow. God. Yeah. So it was intense. And uh, it just kept falling out over, over like the next couple of months. I had gotten a doctor's appointment. And during that doctor's appointment, it was my dad who took me there and we were just like, okay, so what's going to happen? Like what, what's happening? Why is my hair falling out? And he was just like, well, you'll only lose 30 to 50% of your hair. And he says, it's so like, just so calm. And I'm like, that's half my head. Like, do you, <laughs> right. do you understand that unless that's strategically only. placed, that's <laughs> right. half my head. <laughs> yeah. Only only half your head yeah Yeah, well it's only half your head yeah like maybe I can you know do a comb over or something sure (laughs) the new look yeah (laughs) like me and my dad looked at each other we're just like okay but why like why is this happening and so he's like well it could be one of three things you could have thyroid so we'll get you set up for a blood test to test that go ahead Amanda (laughs) (laughs) wait so everyone has a thyroid so do you mean a thyroid issue <laughs> thyroid issue because yes. you literally just said you could have a thyroid like yeah we all issue. have a thyroid <laughs> you could have a thyroid in your body mm-hmm. you could you possibly could no no you could have a thyroid issue Only thank you, you for that. can protect from before worse fires <laughs> <laughs> stop drop and roll no <laughs> so anyway there was that uh we'll get you set up for a blood test he says and then he's like or you could be pregnant and i'm like I'm 13 sitting here with my dad. What are you talking about? Like, like number one, I'm not seeing any boys. So excuse me. Could you ask (laughs) some questions before just blurting that out? Right. And then his other, his other thing was, well, it could be all your genetics, just uh, like from your family have funneled down into you. And this is what's caused this. 
these are great explanations. I'm so happy. Like <laughs> 13 so, year old, years old, you're just doing a thumbs up. Nice. Yep. Nice. It's wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets me set up with a dermatologist and, and in the meantime, cause it takes a, a couple months to get in to see these people. In the meantime, I had cut my hair to about shoulder length cause it was just matting like crazy when it was falling out. And then I would sit in class and there'd be hair all around that I'd just scoop up, you know, don't look at me. Nobody look at me. Right. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. I don't want the attention. And during during that, I was uh, started wearing a bandana instead of anything because I didn't want to wear a wig. One day, the bandana got pulled off by a, a kid in my class, and he was like, you're not allowed to wear these because the school banned them because you could be part of a gang, and he rips it off my head. I was like, oh, that's nice. Like Kids, man, let me tell you. Right? They're just awful. They're just awful. awful. So anyway, I run to the bathroom because it was about 10 steps away, and I locked myself in a stall because I was like, nope not going anywhere. I'm not. <laughs> I am now forever stuck in this. Bathroom. You're like, I live here now. <laughs> yeah. Set up camp. You know, I got a toilet right here. We're good. Exactly. You're good. Got running water. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. My friends come banging on the, on the door and they're like, let us in, let us in. And I was just, no, I'm so embarrassed. And so anyway, I finally let them in. They're like, do not let this guy get to you. Just put your bandana back on and put your head out like held high and let's just walk out of this bathroom right now and so I did and the guy comes up to me and apologizes to me and I'm like okay cool you know I thought that was sincere I was like thank you for you know apologizing and whatnot went about my day well next thing I know there's a rumor spread about me that I have cancer by this same guy I was like oh that's wonderful that's wonderful so my brother heard about this because when this is happening to you, it's kind of like, you don't want to, you just want to regress into like a shell. Like, don't, don't look at me. Don't nope. talk to don't me talk about, about it. about it. Nothing. Right. So yep. you can't even stand up for yourself because it's too tough. Emotionally, all you can deal with is your hair falling out and there's no way to stand up and defend yourself. Cause now I'd be like, don't you talk to her like that? Oh, like- <laughs> absolutely. As an adult, yeah. you know, a little bit better than when you were a kid, but as a kid, that's everything to you, you know? Exactly. Right. So anyway, my brother ended up calling a couple guys he knew in my grade because he was my younger brother and he got him beat up. So the next day he showed up like with black eyes and I was like, oh my what God. happened? Allegedly beat up. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. We do not condone <laughs> violence here. <laughs> but, he- but heck yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. Go Brett. Woo. So anyway, that all happened. And then we went into uh, high school. I had three really good friends when I first uh, was in middle school and was first losing it. And I actually lost two of them. And it was, it was so weird. I I don't remember a lot about that time, but I do remember that they just kind of up and stopped talking to um, Michelle and I. And I was like, well, this is weird. They've been here this whole time. Why, why do they just stop? But they just wouldn't talk to us anymore. And we were like, okay, that's nice. So, I mean, at the time I, I couldn't understand or comprehend like why I had lost some friends for it and we haven't spoken until just recently actually about about the situation when one of them saw a different podcast I had uh, done and actually messaged me and apologized for leaving me and so I was like oh that's nice after 18 years you know an apology feels good but then I almost got like mad about it I was like seriously you just get to apologize and get this off your guest like yeah that's understandable that you got mad though Right. And then, so 
I took that and I was like, okay, I'm not mad at the 13 year old Jew anymore. Cause like, I mean, we've moved past that. We're obviously not emotionally intelligent when we're 13. I can understand that, but I kind of need to know why I yep. need to know what was your thought process in not talking to me, leaving me in such a fragile state and instilling the fact that, oh, Kristen, you have to hide your baldness or you will not have friends. Right. Like that is what I feel that situation taught me, whether it was a conscious thing or an unconscious thing. So I asked her why. And she actually came back with a pretty darn good explanation. She even took it so far as to sit with it and actually ask herself why she did these things. I was actually relieved by it and I felt better. So I finally clarity and understanding around that whole situation. And it was almost like I could finally let it go. Even though I didn't think I was really, you know, holding on to it. I, right. I think I was at one point because when she apologized and I got mad about it, I actually ended up like crying my eyes out. And I was Absolutely. just like, where is this coming from? So, so it was nice to actually deal with it and not, not have it hold me back anymore, I guess. So. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are still friends now, but it's, it's almost like a closure of that part of mm-hmm. your life. You know, yeah. you thought about that for a long time after that. And for her to reach out to you, I mean makes sense why why you were upset but also getting that closure almost helps you close that chapter in your life because mm-hmm. you got bullied you were going through something really tough at a young age and then for your close friends to leave you during that time it's yeah, yeah it's, it's it's powerful brutal. right yeah. yeah to get that clarity and that understanding just I feel helped me tenfold so I feel pretty good about it now yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Are we are we allowed to know what her reason is? You don't have to say it if we want to. I'm just curious. That she is a very empathic person and she didn't realize that she she was an empathic person. So she anytime I was stressed out, um, she would feel that stress to her core and she just couldn't deal with it. So and that's completely understandable because I, you know, I have the same thing where I can feel what other people are kind of feeling oh, if they're yeah. right by me, right? And I'm think we all do because we're I think that's one thing this disease teaches you how to have empathy for others. Yes. Um, it's huge. And, you know, I completely understood that. So I really appreciated that she actually sat with it and didn't just give me an answer of, oh, I'm too young. I was too young. I don't remember. Right. Because she could have come back and said that. And I, I really appreciated that she didn't. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I also have lost. Well, I haven't lost people. I decided to leave them because of my alopecia. I had two really good friends. They didn't know about my alopecia, but I didn't really hide it from them. So they possibly knew, but I couldn't get myself to feel comfortable enough to tell them. So that kind of showed me that I knew what type of people they were. And I knew they were very much about looks and very much Mm. about society and how they view you and all of that. So I just decided there's a lot of stuff leading up to that as well, but Initially, I was like, these people aren't good for me. These people are toxic. So yeah, I left them. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's completely understandable. So I truly believe it gives you a different perspective on relationships and what matters in the world, whether it be these people's personalities or, or whatever, but you're able to actually see somebody's true colors when you tell them you're bald. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awful. Absolutely. Um, I won't get into too much of the Kyle story because that'll come up way later but uh I met Kyle like a couple of years after I lost my hair um so he's been with me on this journey for 16 years almost 16 years in June so that's awesome I 
wore from wigs.com up until like three years ago where I, when I got the prosthetic wig. Um, but during that time, I ended up getting a chemical engineering degree. And so I am a chemical engineer now. Hell yeah. Woot woot. That's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea that Amanda and I are just learning this. That is really <laughs> cool. Yeah. Good for yeah. you. Why, thank you. I thank you. And actually, I'm now a uh, process safety engineer at uh, oil and gas company. So that's awesome. Good times. I had like whenever I would go on holidays and stuff just with the wigs I would wear, I would never like dunk my head in the pools or anything like that on holidays. And I'd make sure I was always just like, okay, this wig is going to stay on for like whatever. Yeah. And it kind of hinders you from doing stuff. So like going on roller coasters and anything like that, because you're okay, I got to tighten this or I got to hold it while I'm on there. (laughs) Absolutely. Water was my worst enemy. Right. I like stopped swimming lessons when I was a youngin and I was just like, that's not fair. I could have been a lifeguard. It's what I wanted. (laughs) Exactly. It takes you away from so much. Right. I I used to love swimming at my parents' lake. I used to love going to pools. I used to love going to beaches. And then I got alopecia and I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope. I used to love diving, diving off a diving board or something oh, was so man, much, that was so fun. much fun. Yeah. yeah. Or going off a slide. And now if you hit your head, here goes your wig. Yeah. <laughs> Hold well, on. What's that no. floating in the water? <laughs> it's, like, it's a dead rat or a raccoon. <laughs> What are the, are you done any kind of like treatment or anything? Oh, yes. During your time? Thank you. I was just thinking that I was like, I should touch on my treatments. When I was first seeing the dermatologist, I started with prednisone pills, which is terrible for you. And I don't recommend. And then I would get steroid shots in my head. And I probably had about over 10,000 little shots in my scalp, which is real, real. Yeah. Yeah. That's painful. It is. It is. And if you're, it's also mentally draining, Mm -hmm. like to sit there and feel like a pin cushion. Oh, it's just terrible. And my mom actually made my brother go one time with me to see the shots in my head, just because he is like, he wasn't really getting enough attention. I I don't think. And she was just (laughs) like, you want to see what, what Kristen's getting attention for? Like, (laughs) right. I don't think you do. So anyway, he came and he, his face was just this ghost white. Oh my God. She does this every couple of weeks. So it was pretty funny. I also did Rogaine cream. And then I stopped all of that because I did get my hair back, but only because I was on the prednisone. And Mm -hmm. once I stopped that, because I had ballooned out just water retention galore. Yeah. And then I had acne running down my face and it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. Yeah, exactly. I went off all of that. And then my mom's like, well, let's try a naturopathy or something. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. So then we were on all this green drinks, chlorophyll every day. And I was like, oh, this is terrible. Why am I doing this to myself? And it was costing, like, I think the one month she spent a thousand dollars at this naturopath. And I was like, what are you doing? It's not worth it, mom. Right. So anyway, like a couple months went by after that and I was, okay, well, maybe we could try something else. So I started doing some research and we found this laser therapy out in um, Edmonton. So we actually went for a consult there and they were, well, you actually have more hair on your head than what we've seen in like patients that have been with us for three years. So it'll work real well for you. I'm like, oh, I'm sure it will. (laughs) Okay. Right. Um, 
they said it was going to be $15,000 a year. And I'd have to drive to Edmonton every Friday to get this done. And I was oh like, now I'm how far out. is that for you? Cause for us folk in the U S I have no idea. Us folk, Yes. It was about an hour and a half drive one okay. way. Ooh, yeah. No way. Yeah. So I was like, Mm-mm, not happening. And it would have to be after I was finished school for the day, all Friday night would be taken up for my parents. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Not worth it. The other thing was I went to a dermatologist that was in Calgary because after I had quit the prednisone, my first dermatologist was really mad at me. She's like, but we're growing your hair back. It's actually coming back. And I'm like, but do you see how unhealthy I am? God, that pisses me off. Like, right? keep, keep giving me money. I'm going to keep pumping you with medicine. Oh, she should have exactly. just said that. Right? Right? I was just like, wow. So I saw this other dermatologist and he was just like, well, how will we put eczema on your head so that your whatever's attacking your hair follicles attacks your eczema instead? I'm like, I have eczema on my arms and legs. I don't think that'll be very much fun on my head. Right. <laughs> my <laughs> like, God, what? the amount of things, it just breaks my... So how old were you at this point? 14, 15? Ooh. Yeah. A lot happened with the hair, like right after it fell out, right? Because it was just like, try to find a solution. Oh, absolutely. Same for me. Yeah. And then I just completely gave up. And I think I grew back more of my patchy hair ever than any of the treatments. Okay, this is weird. Yeah. But I always wore a wig. There was never, there was so many bald spots that it just was too much, too much to not, right? And some of the hair stuff I've seen recently, holy crap. it's it's getting warm and the crazy thing too i i I was gonna backtrack a little bit on um treatments is treatments have gotten more intense Mm -hmm. the amount of stuff they are suggesting now the side effects are insane well i was just hearing about the zac inhibitors thing and then i was reading the side effects and it was just lymphoma cancer i'm like what why are you right. even suggesting this? Right. My grandma has RA, uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. And I know that they're trying or already have, I'm not really sure, but trying to use that medication, but changing it a bit. Oh, but, to help. But, but the side effects are like stomach not ulcers, worth it. this, that for hair, for oh not, not hair, for possible hair, for yeah. possible hair, not even a guarantee. I know like you're just going to be in pain and, and, and sick and throwing up and what? Yeah, exactly. Like I've, I've looked into some of those trials because I was also curious and it's either like in the U S it's either ridiculously expensive because you don't have RA and can't get it or it's horrendous side effects. Yeah. Yeah. Not worth yeah. it. It's not worth it. No, no. And there is, there's no proven cure. So why bother with the side effects? And it just gets you on this roller coaster of emotions. Because that was the worst part about treatments is I'm going to get my hair back. And then it was, no, you're not. You're come from such a high to such a low. It's just devastating. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't, I couldn't, I got off the roller coaster because I just couldn't handle it. So for years I hid under the wig. I didn't tell people only if you got close to me, would I tell you? And it just, it just went from there. And then <laughs> about four years ago, it got pulled off by a little kid. <gasps> yeah. In front of a friend group. I hadn't told, I never told them. And so <laughs> anyway, I'm sitting there bald headed and I grab, he went to go grab my toque. He didn't actually grab my hair to pull off, but it, but came, it came off with it. Yeah. With oh, the toque, no. right? So it's just like, oh so anyway I like grab it from him I run to the bathroom I feel exactly like I felt when I was 13 years old and had the bandana ripped off and I just absolutely standing there looking at myself in the mirror 
And I'm like, you are better than this. Get out that door <laughs> right now. So I took a deep breath in. Okay, going back in and whatever they ask me, they ask me. Nobody asked me a single question. Like, oh. I was like, they just, just went, pretend? went about, yeah. You're going to pretend this didn't happen. Yep. <laughs> oh, how weird. Really? I feel like yes. that was my biggest fear of <laughs> if my wig got pulled off, the questions that would come with it, because then well, it's like this whole thing, you know? Yeah. Apparently oh not. Apparently not. Like, nope. We're going to move on. And I was like, oh, okay. So oh, then okay. I'm looking at Kyle and I'm like, we got to go. We got to go now. Like, this is so awkward. It's just like, okay, we can go. Oh no. Did they ask after that? No, never. Never. Yeah. I thought it was just crazy. So how I was like, weird. Weird. They never asked. Like, I know. Even, like how many years ago was this? Four? Yeah. And they've still, are you still friends with these people? Yeah. And they no, still we never don't see them a lot. A okay. But, lot, but, but that's, and they still so weird. <laughs> I, know, I know it's so weird but anyway I was just like okay I guess there's gonna be no questions <laughs> <laughs> and we're just gonna leave it at that yeah I was like okay we gotta get out get out now yeah <laughs> now so what do you think is like the most important lesson that you have learned with your alopecia whether it is related to your hair or not that's a good question I think I've already touched on it but the lesson I've learned is that it's really easy to see people's true colors when you're true with them. And when I share, you know, my hair story with somebody and I see their reaction to it, you can actually tell what type of person they are. So I really like that aspect of it is that like, you can actually see people's true colors. Right. Like you can see their genuine reaction or. Yeah. What I would probably tell my 13 year old self is don't worry about this. You are, will be strong. You will be confident and you will love yourself. It might I take would. you some more time, but yeah. you will. This is where I wish time travel was a thing. Right. Because I wish I could go back when I first got diagnosed, when I was in those dark days, and tell myself, don't worry, when you're close to being 30, you're going to be okay. You're going to love yourself again. Like, it's going to take some time, but you're going to love yourself again. You're going to be okay. I know. Yeah. I and, and I think that's what started me on the whole journey of wanting to share myself to the world, my actual bald self you know, like hearing about the young kids that are losing their hair now, I just want to go tell them it'll be okay. You will be okay. And you are awesome. Because if I would have had support when I was 13, holy, what a different ball game this would be. You know, what's so crazy to me too, is I think of everybody's experience. Cause I've heard since we joined, or I should speak for myself, since (laughs) I joined the NCC, I have learned so many different stories. I have seen and heard people talk about them getting it when they were kids and dealing with bullying. I know that Amanda and I got it when we were young adults, mm-hmm. but we didn't necessarily deal with bullying because we weren't in school. Oh, I still dealt with bullying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but not really like, like, like what you deal with in school, but yeah, yeah like exactly. school, elementary. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Not like your yeah. elementary school bullying. No. Yeah. Middle school, high school bullying. I never experienced that. I mean, I did, but not I because did, of but al- not because, yeah. <laughs> not because of alopecia. Yes. But I just think it's so interesting to see being in a community with people that experience the same thing you do. Yeah, it is. It's insane. Seeing different perspectives, seeing how different people act to certain things, seeing everybody in a different part of their journey. Yes. It's so wild. It's, It's weird. 
Yeah. It's like, like people wanting their hair back because it's yes. just like yes. so new to them. And then us being like, oh, we accept it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of like, yeah. it's whatever. I'll be bluntly honest and say, I'm not a hundred percent. Okay. Oh, no. neither am I. No. I'm not a hundred percent full confidence. I'm rocking no. my patchy bald head. I'm, I'm happy. I shaved my head. I guarantee you, even the people that are say very, they're a hundred percent still are. have some thoughts. Yeah. That's yeah. just or how at your least brain works. Days, days yeah. that they doubt, right? Right. They're yeah. just like, wow, I'm I'm yeah. I'm really out here bald or balding. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like this, yeah. this, this is what's going on with my life. This is it's just yeah. crazy for me specifically to think back when I was a teenager, if I would have known that this would happen. Say I was told, hey, you're gonna start balding when you're in your early 20s, just so you know. Mm-hmm. I would be like okay (laughs) that's a weird thing to say to me but all right yeah I think for that (laughs) I think I would think it was a joke obviously that's why it's crazy I would be like okay like I'm a girl and when I was younger I'm like I'm a girl I I won't bald you know how stupid kids (laughs) Mm -hmm. can be I think it's so crazy seeing myself now because the biggest thought I had in my head when I was going through the rough parts was this is my life from now on I can't believe this is my life I know. And it's so, it's so hard to come to terms with that. Like to look at yourself in the mirror bald and just say like, holy, this is like, how did I get here? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to quicken up my story here. Um, So after that got pulled off, I actually did some like diving deep into the internet of what type of wigs I could wear. And I always wanted a high pony because that's what I wore when I had like my biologic hair was a high pony. And I could never do that in the wigs I wore because you'd always see the back. So anyway, I dove in and I was like, what can I find? And I actually stumbled across this prosthetic wig. It would suction to your head. You couldn't lose it. You couldn't pull it off. And I was like, done. So I like set up my meeting with her, got all the measurements, got the wig. And it was so freaking phenomenal. I actually gone on vacation with it, gone swimming with it, never coming off. Um, I even jumped off the stratosphere on my 30th birthday and I didn't have to hold it. I was just like, ah falling <laughs> amazing yeah it was pretty actually. sweet I, I was just gonna ask so it literally just suctions to your head it literally just suctions to my head and is <laughs> stuck there I'll have to do the same thing for you Amanda when uh when I have it back down here I'll yank on it you can see that it goes yes nowhere. I'm very yeah. curious about this <laughs> <laughs> oh it's amazing so I did that but then I was something was poking at me last year and I'm like oh my god what is I need to be happy and I something's not right. So I went searching about like, you know, bald Instagrams and I just started looking everywhere. And I actually came across the Naked Confidence campaign, which is NCC. I was like, oh my God, there's other baldies out here. Then we're in a, like, there's a group. What? So I immediately joined when I, when I found out about this and they've actually given me the confidence to be able to show my bald head to help others. Cause that's what I want to do is essentially help the people who are just starting their journey to let them know it'll be okay because that's what I wanted when I was 13. Absolutely. Yeah. Even with this podcast, I feel like, you know, a main part of our motivation was to say, Hey, we're out here, you know, close to our thirties in our thirties, living life. love ourselves. Sure. We still have bad days, but we're so much better now than we thought we were ever going to be when we were younger. Exactly we've grown as people and it just feels like so amazing to see where I started and hiding for 19 years under a wig 
to where I am now, where I'm just like, I don't care if anybody sees me. I stick my head out of the door to let my dog out with my bald head. And I'm just yep. like, okay, that's cold. Could you get in here quicker? But, <laughs> but I'm not scared. The neighbor is going to see me. That's crazy. 19 years. That is just crazy to think about. I know. Yeah. I know. Hiding for that long. That's, that's wild. Props to you though. Why? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> we will, uh, we will definitely have more stories for you guys. Paige and I are going to get to tell our stories as well, but thank you guys so much for joining us today. If you liked what you heard, please like, and subscribe. We'll be releasing episodes really frequently. So we'll have a lot more content for you. If you want to get a hold of us, please send us an email at thosebaldchicks at gmail.com. And if you have alopecia and you need support, please reach out to us and we would love for you to join the family. If you're interested in joining the Naked Confidence campaign, please email myself at amandap.ncc at gmail.com or page at paiger.ncc at gmail.com. We are here to love and support you through it all. Until next time, guys, bald pack out. <laughs>